Sometimes at the end of the year, it isn't all champagne, sparklers, and celebrations. It can, and I say this from experience, instead feel like it's a lot of unfinished tasks, never-ending to-do lists, holiday hoo-hahs, and goals in progress that seem stuck. Maybe you feel deflated, discouraged, a little overwhelmed with your goals and progress so far, or maybe the lack thereof that progress. Maybe you look at the back back of the last year in a haze, like what actually happened? Or is that maybe that's just me? Maybe the year flew by and you're left feeling stunned. You feel happy, you've been busy, but you're not grounded or fully rooted in the experience, and you're certainly not ready for whatever the new year holds. There's a few reasons this happens. Number one, we don't give ourselves credit for how far we've come. I am a firm believer in taking the time to pause, celebrate, and reflect, but chances are we don't do that. Modern life is so busy, we don't have that automatically built in unless we're intentional about it. We also really overestimate what we can do in a year. I'm so guilty of this. This is why I'm such a fan of the one goal, one method, uh, because we tend to want to do all the things in a year. And consequently, we also underestimate what we can do in five or 10 years. Sometimes we're also just underliving our lives because we recycle our to-do lists. We recycle our goals. We put them on autopilot without being intentional about what's working and what isn't. And we never ask, really ask ourselves, is this still what I truly want? And we don't adapt. And frankly, we don't even realize when things have changed. Then we wonder why we're unfulfilled, unhappy, and we feel like we're just going through the motions of life. Spoiler alert, it's because we are, if we aren't intentional about it and waking up. This is why I am such a huge fan and advocate of reflection and celebration. And the end of the year right now is the perfect time to do this. Not only is there such a natural transition, a closing of one chapter and the excitement of the blank pages of the next chapters ahead, but there's also an ease that can come with the holidays. You probably have a little bit more downtime. Maybe you're listening to this sitting in that awkward week between Christmas and New Year's or even the first week of the year. I should also say, I have a podcast coming out about this awkward week between Christmas and New Year's, so stay tuned for that. Make sure you're subscribed. For those of us in the Northern Hemisphere, the weather is frightful and allows us to be in that space, to be cozy, to get comfortable, stay inside, to journal and reflect. And if you're listening to this in the Southern Hemisphere, you get to do this on a beach, so you, you're you definitely winning. <laughs> now this begs the question, how do you reflect on the year? How do you ground down and become centered? How do you feel rooted and what questions do you ask and what answers, what do you answer? How do you take the lessons from the last year and, and implement them in your life and integrate them? And how do you do this effectively and efficiently? Drum roll, please. I, you can't see me, but I'm doing a drum roll. Let me introduce to you your year in review. This is my signature process for doing your own personal annual review, and it's going to help you get ready to plan for the next year. To go along with this episode, there's a free playbook you can grab at lisamichaud.com slash year in review. I encourage you to go ahead and grab that so you can follow along here and not just listen, but actually do it. Now, if you want to take this one level deeper, maybe you're someone who's never done anything like this before and you really want a little bit of extra support, handholding, and you're craving going deep, I have a year, year in review masterclass that I invite you to invest in. Maybe you're also, I would say if you're kind of on the other end of the spectrum, that you're pretty good at reflecting. You're good at journaling. And so you're looking for that extra guidance so you can look at things that um, get some new ideas that might help you that you can integrate in some of the processes that you have. 
if either one of those are the case, or hey, you just want to, you just want more, you want to go deeper, you want some different ideas, you want some guidance and some support, I invite you to check out the Your Year in Review Masterclass. It's my four-part self-study course designed to take you through what we're going to talk about in this epi- this episode. Number one, closing the chapter. Number two, reflecting and celebrate. And number three, reviewing and future casting your decade. You're going to find videos, individual playbooks, and a template for all of this for your annual review all at lisamishow.com slash your year in review. Now, all these links are in the show notes. I encourage you to hit pause and go check them out. Again, just to clarify there, there is a free playbook you can do at lisamishow.com slash year in review and a full masterclass you can invest in at lisamishow.com slash your year in review. Either one is great. Hit pause, go check those out. All right, I hope you did go grab the playbook because at the very least, if you just listen to this without taking the time to reflect, it's not going to get you the results. So at the very least, make sure you grab the free playbook. It's going to guide you along. You swatch it right in um, or at least go get a journal. And of course, I would love if you invest in the masterclass because I know it's very powerful. But either way, here's, here's where we're at. I know as human beings in this lived experience, we're always learning and growing, especially from the challenges, the disappointments, and the failures. This right now, this moment here is an opportunity for you to take any lessons, the good, the bad, the ugly, the painful, and to fully embrace them, to land in them, to ground in them, and to use them to guide you into whatever next season or phase or next year of your life that you're going to, to integrate them into the person that you are becoming. By taking this time to complete your year in review now, before you set goals for the next year, you're going to benefit. You're going to learn in this episode, you're going to learn how to complete your personal annual review and get the most out of it. You're going to solidify your lessons learned from the last year. You're going to extract the gold from the crap, you could say, so that you can integrate those lessons into your life and make that crap almost, almost worth it. You're going to gain perspective on how far you've come, which, oh my gosh, I know if you're listening to this, you have come so much farther than you're giving yourself credit for. You're going to feel motivated and excited again, and you're going to gain closure on this past year and feel fresh and ready to kick off a new year with aligned and intentional goals and, of course, action. This is an episode you don't want to just listen to. Grab a pen and paper, grab your year interview playbook, and enjoy this process. Welcome to the Golden Girls Podcast, where we believe you can have it all. I'm your host, Lisa Michaud, and I'm spilling tangible tips, goal-getting strategies, and real-life stories to inspire you to tackle your biggest dreams. You're a woman who knows you're made for more. Get ready to leave the excuses and self-doubt behind by being vulnerable, sharing your truth, and having honest conversations so you can succeed on your terms. Together, we'll set goals you'll actually achieve by staying motivated, having fun, and building a community of women empowering women. It's time to tap into your best self, get confident, and truly have it all. Golden Girl, let's dive in. Well, hello there, Golden Girls. Welcome to this exciting episode of Golden Girls Podcast. This is 10 questions to ask before you set goals this year. We're going to kick off this episode with a listener shout out. We used to do these a lot. I've fallen off the bandwagon. I'm getting back up. This is where we give a shout out to a listener who's left us a review on on, uh, Apple Podcasts. We would love to feature you. So this week's review is from Blue Sparrow Events in the United States. They say, five stars through and through. The first three episodes really hit. I'm so excited to implement Lisa's tools. If you're like me and you don't want smart goals, you're in the right spot. Life is about intention, mindset, and habits, and I'm ready to really start living. Thank you, Lisa. Keep doing you, lady. You're inspiring. Oh, 
I love this review. Thank you so much, Blue Sparrow Events. Really appreciate that. Man, I, it's it's humbling. It's humbling reading each and every one of your reviews and knowing that you listen to these, these episodes. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. If you enjoy these episodes, if you found value in them, please take a moment to leave a review. It helps us grow and be able to continue to put this out there. Uh, you can do this in the Apple Podcast app or I have a special page, lisamichaud.com slash podcast review to help make it easy. And yes, it's all in the show notes. All right. Now, let's talk. Before you dive in and start setting your goals for the next year, which as I record this, the next year for us is going to be 2023, but really you can do this anytime, I want you to put aside the time to reflect. I recommend at least an hour, maybe a little more, maybe a little less if you're really quick, grab a journal or grab the free year interview playbook to follow along and or do our full masterclass. All the links are in the show notes. Grab all that. Give yourself some time. And here's how we start. To get started, before I tell you the questions, I want you to look through and gather up what I call reflection points. So there's certain pieces of information, data points, reflection points as I call them, from the last year so you can zoom out a little bit and get a well-rounded view of your gear. I'm going to give you some examples of reflection points, but with these, what I suggest you do is starting and taking a bit of time and reviewing some of these right away and then having them handy as you start to answer the questions. You might be the kind of person who kind of wants to look at all of them first and then answer the questions or maybe look at uh, one or two and then do the questions or maybe look at all of these as you go through each question. I am somewhere in the middle there, which is why I suggest maybe looking at a couple of them and then getting started and and using them as an anchor point to go back to. Because these reflection points are what's going to help you, number, number one, really the most important thing, remember what the heck happened. And remember the good things and the moments that you've probably forgotten about. So here are some examples. Your reflection points might be, you might have different stuff going on, but here are some really common examples, the things that I usually go through. Photos on your phone. Uh, if you're like me, you have a lot of photos, look through them. Look through, you know, screenshots. What were you screenshotting? Were you screenshotting positive reviews? Were you um, screenshotting funny memes to send to friends to pick them up? Were you screenshotting uh, healthy recipes? What is in your screenshots? Look through any planners and journals that you have. So of course, you guys know I, I use my 100-day goal-getter planner and journal. So at this time, I pull out all the three that I used for the year and go through them. I also have a journal that I use for my health appointments, my therapist and coaching and naturopath. So I will look through that as well. You may also want to look through social media accounts and if you're someone that posts. And also, hot tip, set a timer on that one because otherwise you can just end up going down the scroll hole. Some other reflection points, your emails, your calendar, whether it's digital or physical. I that calendar is one of my favorites. My email, honestly, is overwhelming, but calendars I can do. Um, reflection, reflection point on your relationships. Uh, it could be a romantic, family, friends, the the key relationships in your maybe colleagues or boss or mentors. You could look through bank statements as well. You could look through last year's goals. In fact, I highly recommend looking at the goals from the previous years. Maybe you look at your fridge because that's where you keep special photos, mementos from the past year or notes of things to do. And really, your reflection points can be any Anything that is important to you. So that gives you a few ideas. That's where I want you to start is to gather up these reflection points, take some time and go through some of those. All right. Now let's talk about setting the environment for all of this. Uh, maybe I should have started with that. Well, here we are. All right. So you've put aside at least an hour to do this. I encourage you to make this fun. Don't make this one more to do. It can be really fun to do this with family or friends. Uh, I love it. <laughs> and you, Every year around this time of year, I get tagged in. So, you know, 
please feel free to tag me. I get tagged in your stories of you doing this with your partner or your family, and that just is incredible. So go ahead and do that. If you want to tag me, I would love that at the Lisa Michelle on Instagram. Um, but in- invite other people to do this. Why, why not if that, if that feels fun for you? You can pour yourself a lovely gla- cup of coffee or tea, maybe have a mimosa as you're doing this. Really just create this to be a joyful experience. Maybe even have it have a ceremony-esque feel to it. Maybe you like candles, get cozy, play beautiful music, really relish and make it ceremonious. Maybe essential oils. I'm a fan of those too. Um, and another little idea here is maybe plan a little treat for yourself afterwards. Maybe it's a sauna or a hot tub or sauna. I think that's how you're, they actually say it. Uh, a walk. Um, maybe it's a, a nice a nice dinner out. Whatever feels really lovely to you. All right, we're ready. Let's talk about the 10 questions to ask yourself for your annual review, for your personal annual review. If you want more and you want to follow along, don't forget, I feel like I'm saying this a lot. I feel like I'm clearly a mom because I'm always making reminders, but grab the playbook for free, lisamichaud.com slash year in review. Link is in the show notes. Let's go. These questions fall into three categories. Number one, close the chapter. Number two, celebrate and reflect on the last year. And number three, decade in review and look ahead. Let's start with step one. Close the chapter on the last year. One question here, real simple. To feel complete with myself and this year, these are the loose ends I'm tying up. All the link, I'll put all these in the show notes, by the way, so you don't have to remember all these. All the questions will be down there. So to feel complete with myself and this year, these are the loose ends I'm tying up. Now, this is where, for me, I often find my calendar, my planner, my goals, my email, social media are going to give me things to, to tidy up. And this could be anything. It could be, oh my gosh, uh, end of the year. I want to get in uh, two more workouts or end of the year, I have to make sure I renew our insurance or um, end of the year, I'm going to make sure that my terms and conditions on my website are updated. Spoiler alert, Jamie, I hope you're not listening or maybe if you are, I'm sorry, I don't have that done yet, but I will, I will, I will, I promise. (laughs) So you don't want to come up with the whole laundry list. Uh, That's not the point here. The point is to come up with just a few little things that you want to tie up. Maybe it's even just spending time with someone you love because that is super duper important. I shouldn't say just. Spending time with people you love or having a nap or whatever that is. So list them out and commit to doing them all in the next three days. So whatever day you're listening, count three days and get those done. And then that is your chance to close that chapter. Don't forget that accountability is very powerful. I encourage you to find a partner to do this with. Maybe it's a colleague, friend, uh, maybe a fellow member of your Golden Girls community. Agree to check in after three days and see how it went. Hold each other accountable. That's going to help you out. That's it. That's all. That's step one. That's closing out the chapter. Let's move on to step two, which is celebrating and reflecting on the last year. It might be the overachieving, people-pleasing perfectionist in me, but... There is rarely a year that I get to, frankly, even a week or a month where I just naturally feel completely accomplished. That doesn't happen for me until I take a moment to reflect. My brain is automatically always looking at what's next and what are the things I didn't do. And I have to be very intentional about stopping, pausing, reflecting, and celebrating and sitting in that and really, really percolating, allowing the celebration and the that feeling to resonate and be present in me. So here are six questions to celebrate and reflect because this is kind of the big thing. I mean, we're talking about the last year. So they these are the questions to look at the last year and help you ground down. Number one, what are your highlights and what are you proud of? Number two, 
What are your biggest breakthroughs and aha moments? Number three, what do I wish I'd spent more time on? Consequently, you can ask, what do I wish I'd spent less time on? Number four, where did I fail and what did I learn? Number five, what worked well for me to carry forward to the next year? And number six, what will I do differently because of what I learned this year or last year? So these questions, I mean, we're starting out with highlights and what you're proud of. That is so important. And there's so much to be proud of. I know that there is, even if it's just the fact that you're still here. The resiliency, the resourcefulness that you showed up to get to this point. Amen. Give yourself a giant hug. It's been a lot. The last few years have been a lot. And what are your biggest breakthroughs and aha moments? What are those those things? What are those big lessons that just come up right away? What about your time? Your time is the most precious thing. And we think it's money. It's not. It's it's time. Where did you fail? And I love the idea of redefining our relationship with failures. That's why I want you to reflect on what did you learn from it. There's always a lesson. I want you to take that away. And of course, what worked well? What do you like? What was good? Did you? What habits did you put in place? Um, what kind of support did you have? What did you say no to? What did you say yes to? What was what was good that you're going to continue to do? And what are you going to do differently because of what you learned? Because, hey, I mean, no one wants to make the same mistake over and over again. So let's learn and do better. All right. So those are the questions. Again, they are all in the show notes. They're all in the playbook for you. Take some time. Celebrate. Reflect. Take the lessons. Have some fun with that. We're cruising through these. All right. Decade in review is the third part. And there's both a decade in review and there's the decade look ahead. So I'm going to tell you, I was very skeptical about the idea of looking back at the last 10 years. There was so much hype about this when we were going to 2020. A new decade, review the last decade. Where have you been from 2010 to 2022? Sorry, 2020. And gosh, don't we all know how that turned out? So I don't want to repeat the year 2020 ever. But I can say that the practice, this practice of reviewing the last decade, the last 10 years, That I'm going to keep. That I do repeat year after year after year since then because it is so powerful. And look, it's one thing for me to tell you to be like, hey, you're probably so much farther than you you think you are. And it's one thing for me to tell you that we overestimate what we can do in a year and underestimate what we can do in five or ten years. And it's one thing for me to tell you that big things take a long time and they take patience and consistency and time. But you know what? There's such a big difference between me saying that and you, you know, acknowledging that in your brain and you actually feeling that in your body, which is why I love these questions. So here's part A of this. I want you, for yourself, you're going to answer these because that is going to ground down all the things that I could say and could talk about and all the proof I could give you. F that. Here is your own proof. Here's your questions. Number one, what would the me of 10 years ago be proud of? And number two, what goals and dreams did I hope and wish and work for that are now my reality? What goals and hopes and dreams did I have and work for that are now my reality? I'm going to go bold here and go out on a limb and say, if you do nothing else but these two questions, I honestly think these are such a 
pick me up. It is always so inspiring because 10 years is a long time. It also can go by in an instant. But to actually unpack and look at what we did, what we, where were you 10 years ago? Like, actually, where were you 10 years ago? What were you doing? What was, what are the things that kept you up at night then? Which ones of those things are, are no longer issues? What are the things you hoped for and wanted that you're, they're now your reality? Maybe it's you graduating from school. Maybe it's you switching careers. Maybe it's starting a business. Maybe it's starting a family. Maybe it's moving to a different city, owning a home. Maybe starting an investment portfolio. Maybe it's traveling to a certain place. Maybe it's learning to cook. I don't know what it is, but I know that you're going to find it super inspiring. Not just my things, but but yours. So also, if you want to tag me in these, I would love to know or send me a message. I would love to hear these. I, this is like my favorite. Um, also, in the new year, I'm going to be sharing with you my top 10 lessons from the last 10 years. So make sure you hit subscribe on this podcast. You don't want to miss it. Uh, it's going to be really interesting because I started it in 2020 and then... <laughs> everything imploded and I didn't have time to come back to it. And so I went back and reviewed and I am really excited to share with you what's changed and what hasn't from 10 years of reviewing, especially after the last couple. Okay, here's part B. Sticking with the decade theme, here is the next layer. This is the decade look ahead. Here's the question. If I continue living the way I am now with the current habits I have, what will my life be like in 10 years? What will my health be like? What will my relationships be like? What will my career be like? What will my family be like? What will my finances be like? You can take that all the directions. If I continue living the way I am now with the current habits I have, what will my life be like in 10 years? Okay, I know I'm not allowed to pick favorites, but I actually also love this question too. I feel like I have lots of favorites, but this is so powerful. This is future casting. This is looking ahead. This is considering what are the habits you have today that are serving you and which ones are not. Has exercise maybe fallen off the wayside? And you know that if you continue doing this in 10 years, that's really going to have an impact and going to affect your ability to travel or go on hikes or play with your children. How about your relationship? Is your relationship or your business, is it expanding? Is it going up or is it going down? There's an interesting theory out there, you've probably heard this, that everything in life is either expanding or contracting at all times. That it's either living or growing or, sorry, living and growing or it's dying. And this isn't a judgment. This isn't an aggressive, like, you need to be doing more, doing everything, you're not doing enough. Sometimes, I mean, it just be be real here. Sometimes some things slide, okay? Sometimes, like when I had a young fan, when I had a really young kid, um, when COVID hit, um, my, if I took a snapshot then of like what things were, like, I don't know if I would have survived 10 years of that, to be frank. Um, and I know that I had to pause some things in my relationships, in my friendships, in even like my mental health for a short period of time. So sometimes we have to recognize that, that not, we're not always, not everything is always going to be getting better, better, better. Not everything is always going to be on an upward trajectory of every moment. Some seasons call for different, different, different intentions, different work, different priorities. So instead, this is an invitation to reflect and check in without judgment, without perfectionism, how are the most important areas of your life, whatever those are, not just going right now, but how are you taking, are you taking the actions and showing up in a way that allows those areas to grow, to expand, to fulfill you, and to be enjoyed by you? How are the most important areas of your life 
growing? Are they? Are you taking the actions, the steps? Are you being the person you want to be in order to grow and expand your health, your relationships, your finances, your your career, your family, your purpose, your adventure, sense of adventure, whatever that is for you? You can also look at this. Are you investing your time, your energy, your money, your intention, your love, your education, your compassion? Are you investing these things into your future, whether it's future relationships, uh, future education, future finances, health, career, all those things? That's for you to answer. And I encourage you to use the answer to guide you and empower you to consider what habits do you need to maybe drop. Maybe there are some habits that are not serving you. Maybe there are some habits that you want to create that will empower you. What are those? This is is really the habit question and it's what trajectory am I on? Am I taking the actions? Am I investing the time, energy, money? What direction am I going? Are my things, are the things that are most important in my life, are they growing? Am I showing up in a way that allows them to grow and expand? And if not, what can I do to shift that? You can use this answer to allow you to help make some really aligned choices about what your goals will be for next year. That's it. Those are the 10 questions. So to recap, they are, number one, to feel complete with myself in this year. These are the loose ends I'm tying up. Number two, what are the highlights and what am I proud of? Number three, what are my biggest breakthroughs and aha moments of the last year? Number four, what do I wish I'd spent more time on? Number five, where did I fail and what did I learn? Number six, what worked well for me to carry forward into the next year? Number seven, what will I do differently because of what I learned last year? Number eight, what would the me of 10 years ago be proud of? Number nine, what goals and dreams did I hope, wish, and work for that are now my reality? And number 10, if I continue living the way I am now with the current habits I have, what will my life be like in 10 years? My health, my relationships, my finances. Those will be all in the show notes for you. Okay, if you love these questions, grab, hopefully you already did, the year interview guide. Uh, the link is in the show notes. You can grab it there. And of course, to f- oh, I should say this. There's also a bonus question in the guide, so a bonus section. So you're definitely going to want to grab that. And to further support you, if you really want an experience, if you want to invest in this process and trust this process, grab the year interview masterclass. It's $47 US. This is a proven reflection program designed to help you close the chapter on the past year to help you celebrate how far you've come, to help you extract the lessons and the gratitude for yourself and re-energize you for your next level of success, for the evolution of who you are becoming. You're going to find clarity through the four-part training series, clarity of where you've been, what's working, what's not, where to start, all those good things before you set the goals for next year. And you can grab all that and more at lisamichaud.com slash your year in review. lisamichaud.com slash your year in review. Link is in the show notes. Thank you for listening. I hope this helps you create your annual review. I hope you use this as a template. You put this in your calendar. You do it every year. And of course, my gosh, I hope you had fun. I hope you had fun. That's what this is about, right? Like what are we doing this for if we're not enjoying our life? I hope that you are reminded of your power. I hope that you feel a connection to your resiliency, your resourcefulness. I hope you see and you feel how far you've come and how you are such a wonderful, capable, brilliant, unique human and you're exactly where you're meant to be. 
My friend, thank you for being here. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment, share it with a friend, someone you love, a coworker, a peer, your boss, whoever, maybe your team. Share it with them if you think it will help. And if you have a moment, please leave a review. I appreciate it so much. Thank you for being here. Enjoy the year interview process. Remember, you are exactly, exactly where you're meant to be. And I wish you all the best on your journey of becoming who you're meant to be. Thank you so much for listening. If something spoke to you, send me a message by sharing this episode and tagging me on social media. If you know someone who would love to hear this episode, please share it with them too. Because I love surprises, make sure you subscribe to the Golden Girls podcast today. It's the only way to find out about bonus surprise episodes and make sure you don't miss a single beat on your golden journey. Thanks again for listening and I will talk to you in the next episode of the Golden Girls podcast.